you come in. You are most graciously welcome to Tens on Tens, a girl talk comedy podcast in which two tens make top ten lists about whatever they choose and shoot the shit, as it were. So procure the libation of your choice and, pardon my candor, sit down, shut up, and listen. Here are your hosts, the debutantes of debauchery, the queens of crass, the mistresses of muckrockery, Emma and Lo. And we are rolling. <gasps> Hello. Hi. Hi, Tins. We've missed you. <laughs> oh, my God. So this episode, we are so stoked to have for you guys. But Lord have mercy, <laughs> the hoops we have jumped through to get here for yes. you. You're welcome. Um, so this is our long-awaited Barbie episode. And we have been absolutely doing so much research, so much note-taking on this only to get pushed back like i don't know how many weeks has it been like three almost a month maybe almost a month yeah yeah um but we figured that we would try one more time and if we couldn't get it today we would just call it quits but the whole podcast will just quit yeah we'll just goodbye um (laughs) but you know what we powered through we figured it out and it feels like a little bit of a celebration today we got some trulies we're drinking a little bit um because your girl got a job i don't know like what the fuck it is but the only people that even bothered interviewing me were like job people like car job people they're like do you want to work at a dealership do you want to do social media for my auto parts do you want to be a like part disperser or whatever the fuck i'm like what about me screams car did you show them your like vintage photos of you laying across the car right 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 <laughs> yeah um no i just think that i'm a blonde woman with big boobs and they They're were like, like Auga. perfect um but yeah no i i got Whatever a job to get the job yeah you know? no yeah. and i'm excited because it's like a job that's like pays me just about as much as teaching but like with little extra benefits on top so we love that oh yeah and now i can pay rent while i'm so excited for you me too so, yeah excited. we're drinking on the job um yeah. because of a new job so. exactly exactly So how long are you in town for until you have to head out again? Tomorrow. Oh my God. Are you kidding? I, so we, I think we can tell them probably the full sad story, but we, I came over about like what, a month ago, Mm -hmm. three and a half weeks ago to record this and it was like thunderstorming so hard. Um, and we thought we were going to get electrocuted and die. Literally. And then, um, Emma has got all this really cool new recording equipment, which is why we sound so fabulous Mm -hmm. on this episode. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that you like have a noticeable difference in your ears right now. Um, but we were trying to figure that out. And so the gods were just not smiling down upon us that day. Um, so I came back into town specifically to film this episode because it's Barbie. We have to do it in person. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm so thankful that you did. That's so sweet. But I felt so bad because I literally was at this fucking, I don't know, third job interview yesterday until 730. They had me from <laughs> 10 a.m. to 730 at night. I was about to come rescue you. Oh, my <laughs> God. really bad. And it's like, I get it. Like, I'm patient and it's a bit big, long process. But sometimes, like, I feel like sometimes people, like, especially like higher ups don't always respect people's time so I was getting a little mm-hmm. oh yeah tell them about the psych out Jesus this was the most insane job interview I've ever been a part of essentially like I went to an open house for a dealership and listen I'm not trying to sell cars okay it was for like an admin position um, but I played dumb went in the day before and was like I heard you guys are having a dealership like open house and they're like oh yeah not till tomorrow <laughs> but I wanted to actually like talk to the manager because when I was teaching I went to job fairs all the time and mm-hmm. I couldn't get to talk to anybody for more than 30 seconds so I was yeah. like stupid yeah, network, I'm, baby. yeah I'm yeah. not doing this I ended up talking to the manager for like an hour figured out what he was doing what he was looking for came back the next day for the actual open house yeah Yeah. oh yeah big time 
And um, there must have been like 500 people that came in and they were crazy people because it was an open house. Like yeah. you could just come in and Anyone. interview. Anyone's welcome. And it was like people who were like, I drove here even though my license was suspended. <laughs> um, yeah, I've never worked a day in my life. I am homeless. And it's like, you know, those people aren't less qualified to have a job, but they obviously don't know how to interview for one. So I was like, I got this shit in the bag. Goddamn. Um <laughs> So I was at the dealership for seven hours that day. <laughs> um, and when we went in for our group interview, the guy was like, at the end of it, after this long, tedious, like, interview process, he was like, all right, bad news. None of you got the job. Uh, and some people were like, well, fuck you. You wasted seven hours of my life and Literally. stormed out. And yeah. I was like, bet. That would yeah. Have been me. <laughs> yeah. But since I knew they were trying to play mind games with us because we were waiting around for so long, I was like, okay, let's see where this is going. And he's like, all right, those people that walked out missed all out on a lot of money. But you guys, you're going to the next round like it was fucking american idol fuck up y'all literally i was like okay period and so we got directions to go to like a retirement community <laughs> and i was like what and he's like yeah there's gonna be way too many of you to have at the dealership i'm like you got 500 people in here today though but like what, whatever so anyway i go the next day at 10 a.m to this retirement community there's 80 of us in one room because it's like a big conference room yeah and then i was thinking like oh maybe we'll get to interview like one-on-one with the managers no um, a girl can dream. No. What, what ended up <laughs> happening is we all took turns standing up one by one, like it was fucking middle school again, and giving our 30-second elevator pitch. That's what happened. <laughs> Did anybody... Who had the worst elevator pitch? I, Do you remember? I are mean, there any like, standouts? There's lots of people that were, like, not good at this, right? Because they were honestly, at the end of the day, just looking for a personality. And I was like, you guys have no idea that I literally talk about myself for fun. So, um... I killed it, obviously. obviously. Yeah, and there were some people that just went on for hours, and I was like, shut up. Can we get a buzzer, Oh, please? instead of an elevator pitch, it was like an escalator pitch. Yes. Like, you had to ride that baby to the oh, top. Oh, my God. I was like, come on. <laughs> my table had it together. We were in and out, because we're like, it's fucking past five o'clock. We gotta go. <laughs> I'm starving. Yeah, literally, <laughs> and I'm had, sad and I'm we hadn't scared. eaten all day. All they had were, like, those sad little, like, Danishes you get at conferences, oh, you gosh, know? Oh, gosh, yeah. And, um, Some lukewarm coffee. <laughs> yeah, we were all like, <laughs> <laughs> it was insane. Um, but they picked maybe like 20 of us to like actually get a position at the dealership. And um, I was one of them. So they literally onboarded me that night. I did like paperwork this morning. So insane. But I felt insane. bad. Like what, <laughs> what a flash you? sale of a process that right. was. I fucking know. But you did it. Congratulations. Did it. Thank you. So, you know, cars aside, today we're going to talk about my personal passion, which is obviously dolls. <laughs> I love, yeah. I love toys. Um, so our American Girl doll episode was so much fun to do. It really, was. it really was so much fun that I thought that this would be really fun too. Did you have fun doing this one? I did. I really? was actually quite surprised with how the quality of the Barbie movies. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So we watched, I think, okay, I spared you from watching all of them. Uh, we did most of the Barbie movies. I eliminated maybe like six of them. Um, and because, okay, here's the deal, guys. Barbie movies are great but recently they started doing like spin-off barbie movies that are like barbie and her sisters yeah. or whatever and i was like we're not i'm not i think we're i went to class i don't know class yeah <laughs> obviously i watched one of them because i thought it would be important for this list but the other ones i was like no we're not bothering so yeah. we watched roughly 30 barbie movies for you took copious notes and then mm-hmm. we ranked them on how gay we thought they were um you did gay i did oh that's what i did yeah how, what did you do i did petty level oh my god was that fun was barbie petty 
I actually had a pretty hard time with mm. the petty, um, but there are characters within the Barbie movies that are quite petty, so I'm excited to get into Good. those. Okay, yeah. I found my no seriously, I was actually surprised because I found myself like audibly laughing at some of the like some of the lines that they write in there. I'm surprised they can get away with that. Oh my god, yeah, no, that's absolutely true. And I yeah. think especially that's like goes for like the early two thousands Barbie movies. They were a little spicy. Yeah, like, they were little, spicy. A little saucy. Yeah. But um I took some notes here, some little intro notes. So um did you were you like Okay, one thing I noticed is, like, the evolution of the Barbie movies, like, the character design, the model designs were so jarring yes. early on. And then they got better, and then they got worse. Yeah, they devolved very quickly. <laughs> like, like, what? The most, one of them on my list was, like, a pretty recent one, and Barbie looks like a straight-up alien. Yeah. Like a skinwalker. Yeah, and it's She's creepy. Terrifying. The animation is drives me crazy, because the very first Barbie movie, which I think was on your list, is the Nutcracker one. Mm. Um, and that movie, it like, it was such a big deal for its time. Yeah. Like, they animated Barbie's hair down, flowing, curly, whatever. And then as the movies went on, they didn't bother figuring out nope. to do anything no else. Mechanics. They were like, you know, we're going to have this mermaid movie, but we still don't know how to animate wet hair. Um, yes. that we don't give a shit. Can't wait to get into <laughs> yeah. that one. <laughs> so, like, that's really funny to me. Um, so, like, you'll look at some of the movies and be like, the backgrounds of this movie are straight up. They look like I'm watching Spyro the video game. Yes. Like, the textures are disgusting. Um, but, yeah, th- this is especially true. Like, I think the earlier movies are more, like, fantasy-oriented, and the new ones are, like, girl power. Yes. So, like... It's nauseating. <laughs> Oh, my God. But what's so funny is that made them so much more inherently gay. Yes. The moment they stopped being about princesses, I was like, this shit is for the homos. Yes. This shit's I have some on my list that I, I would like to pass off to you mm. to like, mm. talk to you about because the, it was very homoerotic. <laughs> I think most of them are. <laughs> like, them the are. nature of Barbie movies is just straight up queer. And if you don't think so, I highly encourage you to watch them yeah. because Barbie has hoes. You don't have to watch 30, but at least watch a couple of them. <laughs> oh, my God. And I will give you a list of the best ones to watch if you're yes. into that. But, yes. um, yeah. So, why are we ranking these movies today? Um, I know for me, like, it's kind of crazy because Barbie movies do seem like, oh, this must be, like, the epitome of straightness. It's literally, like girly girl, blonde woman, white woman, like whatever. But I don't know. I feel like hyper femininity kind of feeds into gay stereotypes a little bit sometimes. Um, So it's kind of like like watching drag queens almost. Actually. Actually, yeah. 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 You have a valid point there. Yeah. Um, And I think there's also this like underlining theme about uh, like metaphors about being true to yourself and like not hiding who you are. And I'm like, that shit is gay. I don't know about you. <laughs> that shit is gay. That's so gay to me. Oh my um gosh. yeah. But I wanted to before we dive in, I kind of did a lot of research with some people um and I wanted to thank uh, the Draw Pinion dump on YouTube, uh Barbie movie reviews on Tumblr. Uh, I think it's Takara Phoenix on Tumblr. Pink the Pink Isle podcast if you haven't heard them is great. They talk about basically a different type of Barbie thing every week. Ooh, okay. Which, yeah, we love them. And then Susanna on YouTube. So I got a lot of jokes from y'all. Thank you so much. Um, but you we have funny people. Yeah, you, we love you so much. So I figure, um, Lo, you want to start us off today? What what kind of struggles did you find with like the petty levels? Ugh, Barbie's just this? such a good person. It's right. hard sometimes, right? right? Yeah, there's always an evil character, and they're always brunette. So we'll go into that a little bit. Um, so that's usually where I got my petty mm-hmm. from. Um, but the struggle really just came from it's all about like girl power and friendship. And so how could that possibly be petty? Right. Um, but don't worry. I found some characters. So. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're going in reverse order. So yes. 10 to 1. Um, so my 10 is going to be the least petty. 
Yes. But what I did, I basically broke all of my movies down with like a summary in case whoever's listening hasn't seen them because okay, I know perfect. I definitely didn't before right. a month ago. I'm a different woman. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Um, and then I also used the help of IMDb to get some petty reviews from oh, people yeah. who watch them. Perfect. And we got full grown adults out there throwing mm. hands about these Barbie movies. So as they strap should. In. As they should. Okay. So my number 10 was Barbie Presents Thumbelina. Oh, goodness. I heard this movie was not good. It was horrible. <laughs> this is the first one I watched. And <laughs> the least petty, which means I was the most bored. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. So, in a modern retelling of Hans Christian Andersen's classic tale, Thumbelina, from 1994, Barbie recounts the exciting story of the tiny forest sprite and her new best friend, the Twiller Bee. Thumbelina. Living in total harmony with nature, the minuscule race of charismatic creatures has the extraordinary power to make plants and flowers grow. But Thumbelina will see her world turn upside down. Upside down, Emma. Okay, it's bad. (laughs) When the spoiled girl, Makina, uproots her favorite spot of wildflowers on a whim. Now, a big construction company threatens to destroy the enchanted land of the harmless Twiller bees. Can the teeny tiny Thumbelina save her beloved home? And that's from Nick Reganis on IMDb. So thank thank you, you, Nick. He writes all of these. He's Uh, Nick. We we stand. So that's the plot. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you seen this? No, but I've seen, like, I've read Thumbelina. And I'm familiar with Barbie movies. <laughs> yeah. So you've seen it, basically. Right, yeah. right. I got three words. Preachy. Okay. Green. <laughs> environmentalist. So what's the name of the girl? Makina. That's not a name. I'm sorry. That's not a real yeah. name. Um, unless it's McKenna, and I can't remember because it's been so long, but it's spelled M-A-K-E-N-A. E-N-A. Makina. I don't know. It's like McKenna. I, I really can't remember. I, I want to say McKenna's a real name. But I wouldn't put it past them to make a Makina, so, you know. They're, like, trying to sprinkle in diversity a little bit. They're like, let's not name her McKenna. Let's try something different. Her name's Queerston. Her name's McKaylee with an L. (laughs) (laughs) Queerston, I'm dead. Um, But I don't know. New spin on a classic tale. It was kind of boring. I watched it in two times speed. Yeah. Um, This one also did not feel like a Barbie movie. So, like, I was kind of sad that it was my first one. But it turns out at the end... Barbie is in a classroom full of kids, and she's the teacher telling the story of Thumbelina. So it's, like, so far removed from yeah. Barbie. Mm. So it's not petty, and it's also not interesting. Sure, so sure. So anyways, so that's my number 10. And then um, SMC Donnell, 6158724, said in May 2021 that this is an absolute fever dream, and I couldn't agree more. <laughs> so that's, yeah, okay, Barbie can be a little preachy. I think when they move away from, like, fantasy, I want to say Thumbelina was kind of like their like in between between like fantasy and like girl power movies yeah and them being preachy makes a lot of sense and i also i do love the barbie framing devices of like barbie telling a story to other kids <laughs> she like reclaimed all of these stories she's like they're mine now actually yeah but Thanks, what, Hans. <laughs> yeah but what i hate about it is like the <laughs> the framing devices always include like a shitload of kelly's or chelsea's yes. and they terrify the shit yeah. out of me they're so ugly i'm yeah. <laughs> I have so many um, qualms with them, but if you had to give it an overall like rating out of Barbie 10. Barbie rating? Yeah. Petty rating or Barbie rating? Give me both. Give me both. God, like a two. Oh, God. And for... like one on the petty scale. Yeah. Like a two overall, one on the petty she scale. She wasn't even petty over the environment? No, not really. Mm. It was it was social justice warrior. Okay, I see. Preachy. With sparkles. With sparkles. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Not the Twiller beads. <laughs> 
I saw this person who was talking about how all of the Barbie movies are interconnected in a cinematic universe, and they connected the concept of the Twiller Bees back to Fairytopia, which I will talk to you guys about later. But um, ooh, interesting. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. Were you a mermaid girl or like a fairy girl? Fairy girl. Up? Yeah, percent. That's so funny because I was definitely a mermaid girl, and I feel like I got all the fairy movies, and you got all the mermaid movies. Yeah, forget zodiac signs. But <laughs> <laughs> what, what were you? And if you were a unicorn girl, go to therapy. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> So before I get into not my... the horse girl with <laughs> magic, yeah, no thank yeah. you. Well, it's good to dive into other genres that you're not used to. So I got all the mermaid. <laughs> the mermaid ones are unhinged, dude. The fairy ones. I'm so excited. On that Just note. by the nature of being fairies or gay, <laughs> that's <laughs> true. Slap a wing, slap a wing, slap on a wing on that bitch. Okay. okay. Um, so before I get into my top ten list, we each had like 16, 17 movies to watch. So I thought I would give you like a brief synopsis about why the other ones didn't make it onto Ooh, okay. the list. Okay. I'll not do that. So but. in Dead Last, uh, the Barbie Diaries, which is so straight, and I know this because it's the ugliest movie with zero <laughs> dress transformation. So there's no way that anyone but a straight person was involved in the making of this movie and Barbie also falls for the whitest most boring man named Kevin so it's <laughs> not my brother <laughs> my brother so we're like mm, we're out if, if you have any familiarity with the Barbie movies you'll know that the Barbie Diaries stands out as the most terrifying to look at it is where I need to google it Oh my god. We we told you how the animation's weird. They're mostly consistent across the board and like where they are in their era, but the Barbie movies was so experimental and weird. Yeah, if you look up a picture, it's frightening. Oh, I don't like that at all. Yeah, who would? Who would? Her eyes are different. It's awful. It looks like a video game, like a PC ROM or She's whatever. at the end of my bed at night. Yeah, we hate her. Okay, in um second to last place, Barbie the Magic of Pegasus. This movie is about <laughs> Figure skating. Everyone so, loved that one yeah. online. <laughs> I mean, it's a good movie, but it's not gay. No. It is about figure skating, so it gets plus one gay point okay. in my book. It's like uh, <laughs> it's Ice Princess. Yeah. Plus yeah. one gay point. Um, okay, and after that, we have Barbie Rockin' Royals. Um, this movie is like every other movie where it's Barbie versus the brunette that she doesn't like, and Amen. they're like taking each other's place and shit like that. And th- how many times are they going to make that movie? Anyway, um, I lost steam at the 11th hour with this movie, and I did not watch this one all the way through, and I was like, I'm done. I don't care. Um, I can tell you that what I do know is that the two main characters are probably dating. Like, that's pretty much the standard issue, bitch, for, like, most of these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and they at very least have chemistry. So, you know, plus two gay points for that. Um, and then backing my, up. Yeah, thank you. And then my last one before that, before we get into this one, is another one that's a lot of people's favorites, and it's Barbie Rapunzel. Um, this movie has... A few things that are kind of gay, but the story is so incredibly straight, it's annoying. There is a gay rabbit. There is a weasel that makes sex noises. <laughs> Barbie is also a graphic designer with a lot of hair extensions. Those are very gay things to Wait, me. what? This is like a modern retelling. No, it's just Rapunzel. Rapunzel just inherently screams hair extensions. Oh, I see. Okay. She's literally... How she, can those be real? Right, right. No, I say she's a graphic designer because it's funny to me, but she has a magic paintbrush that paints oh. portals to okay, go okay. places. That's where we're I at. I was imagining a really modern girl in Brooklyn with, like, really long hair and she does, like, iPad art. I mean, literally, that's what she is. Just put her in the medieval just times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like, okay, put period. Put her really high up there. And I give her an annoying dragon named Penelope um, and a weird weasel that goes, give him to me. Literally like that. <gasps> that's... I can't even tell you. Can you do that one more time? Give him to me. <laughs> this is so good. Have you been Thank practicing? You. Yeah. Oh, I've been practicing my Barbie impressions. Ooh. Um, do you have hi? I'm Barbie. <laughs> oh, I can do that one. But like, you know, the framing device in the very first Nutcracker movie, where like Kelly's like, "I'll never get the steps right, Barbie." <laughs> She's like, "You will if you try. You just have to keep practicing, like Clara." Fucking 
Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Thank you. All right, in dead place, dead last place, uh, number ten for me for gay movies is um, 2016's Barbie Starlight Adventure. I did make Ethan watch this one with me. Thank you, supportive <laughs> boyfriends. That's all. Women are not complicated. We just want a guy that's going to watch a Barbie movie with us. Literally. And I was like, "You're lucky. I'm going to make you watch the sci-fi one. This is the one like sci-fi Barbie movie." So here's a brief summary. Um, Ready. Barbie is a talented telekinetic hoverboarder who lives on a <laughs> nature reserve planet with her dad. <laughs> Okay. Lots of layers. Yeah, she has a pet popcorn. We will explain what that is later. Um, and thousands of alien animal friends. Okay, essentially, she can use the force when she sings, so she hums and shit moves. That's how she's telekinetic, <laughs> and she uses it to bond with the animals. I guess um, she's summoned by the not at all gay with a fade and facial applique King Constantine who joins an elite squad and will be trained and sent on an epic quest to keep the stars from fading. So, cool concept. Wow, okay. Right? That was like an onion. All right. Yeah. Um, cool concept. Let's break it down. Okay, so um, she meets this elite team at the King's Court, and they are Ken, two twins, and Barbie's <laughs> new rival slash GF, Sal E. Um, we'll talk about them. They also love putting twins in the Barbie movies. They really do. They're really um, lazy with their character yeah, development. Because they don't want to make more character <laughs> yeah. models, really. I want to say one of the movies you did has, like, literally every background character looks like the two yes. side characters, and it's so frightening. Yes. Anyway, um, so she bonds with her team, but especially with her hoverboard rival, Sally, during training in various, like, Ender's Game-esque type of training <laughs> situations. Sure, sure. Yeah, right. And there's even this, like, romantic hoverboard, like, ride they take through the gardens. <laughs> I was like, okay, all right. It's giving... Um, Pride and Prejudice, you know? Um, so, literally, on their mission, Barbie proves herself to be, like, a kind leader, despite, like, conflicts that she has with the king, who's, like, very, like, by the book. Um, through unconventional tactics, she convinces the alien animal, the Starlian, to lead the team to the center of the galaxy um, when their plan fails to, with the king's initial plan fails to, like, get the stars working. Barbie uses her telekinetic humming powers, um, some advice from her deceased mom, and coax the <laughs> stars into dancing again. Um, <laughs> just like the prophecy declared at the start of the movie. By the way, there was a prophecy at the start of the movie. Um, so, team returns victorious to King Constantine's um, court, and he crowns her the official princess of the planet, which canonically now gives Barbie two dads. <laughs> so, I just need to say Genealogy that. Genealogy where? We yeah, don't need we that. Wear. So, she has her, her biological dad and her adoptive father, <laughs> King Constantine, and so, there you go. Um, there is also a moment in this movie where Barbie's dad goes, will you will you please pass the space ranch? <laughs> the space ranch? Yeah, I lost oh, my I mind. it's delicious. I was like, oh, oh hell yeah, they've got American <laughs> condiments in space. Um, anyway, so she's got the bisexual side braid, um, and then later she gets, like, an Ariana Grande high pony, and I was like, that's inherently fruity, but love that for you. Um, they're trying to force this love interest with this, like, Ken guy, but every time Barbie looks at Sally, they have, like, insane chemistry, so I was like, all right, bet. And now, yeah, literally, okay, um, and now I just want to explain what a popcorn is to you. I've been wondering this whole time. Yeah, so it's her, it's her sidekick, like, her pet sidekick, and Barbie's sidekicks aren't, like, mostly annoying like most yes. of them are annoying yeah. um this one was cute i was kind of excited for it it's basically like an, an amorphous blob of an animal with wings like little butterfly wings tiny little fairy wings and a unicorn horn with vaguely mammalian qualities Aww. and when it matures it poofs into like a normal cat <laughs> Wait, what? They stop their creativity. Yeah. They're like, 
what will it evolve into? We have so many options. A house cat. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently it'll turn into like whatever animal when it matures. Like it could be anything. It's like a see what's inside. Surprise. Oh, but interesting. It turned into a basic ass cat <laughs> and the cat goes through depression because it can't fly anymore. That's canonical. I mean, I would be pissed too. <laughs> yeah. I'll be upset. So overall, my Popcorn. rating is um, a two out of ten for gayness because there's a very ship- shippable dynamic between mm-hmm. Barbie and Sally and also the two dads. So two gay points for me. No, but did they kiss? No. <laughs> kissing there, there's never any kissing in the Barbie movies we Damn. hate that so but that doesn't mean we're ruling it out though like she doesn't even kiss boys in this yeah in these movies so she's just been told her whole life she's supposed to like men exactly she might not men named Ken men named specifically <laughs> Ken that one sounds interesting what did Ethan think he was like the the animation was good in this one mm-hmm. he was like oh what a way to start off and I was like it doesn't get better so you it know actually enjoy it way worse <laughs> just, just enjoy it while you can yeah. um, and he was like it's alright but you know he's a boy yeah. so you can't be but so into it yeah the movie he probably dreams fine. about it at night we just won't tell you you just won't tell me alright so 2 out of 10 on the gayness scale 2 out of 10 okay I love it okay so my number 9 mine are like I wrote them as I watched them and then numbered them out of order so let me see let me find this that's a little ASMR noise for you. Yes, that's what that's the sound a popcorn makes too. It's fun. <laughs> it definitely doesn't go ear the whole movie. Give it to me. Oh, I hate that. Okay, that's, I, I'm gonna have a nightmare about that. Um, so number nine for me on the petty scale, uh, Barbie, Big City, Big Dreams. Oh hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> have you seen this one? Is this the one with the Brooklyn Barbie? Yes. I love that idea. That's um, so cool. This one is for the gays. Okay, so stop oh, it. This gee, one's really yeah. should be on your list, but. Discover double the singing and double the fun in this all-new musical movie, Barbie Big City Big Dreams. Barbie swaps the sunny shores of Malibu for the bright lights of Broadway to attend a summer performing arts program and meets Barbie. Fast friends, the two discover they share more than a name as they explore New York City and all the amazing things they have in common. As they compete for the coveted once-in-a-lifetime spotlight solo from Times Square, the friends discover competition isn't all about winning, it's about striving to be your best, overcoming doubts, and sharing the spotlight. This exciting new sing-along adventure features new characters, a new setting in NYC, and six, count them six, all new songs. Wow, 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 wow. That Were was, they good? That was the movie, like, sure. you know, no yeah, one wrote yeah. that. That was the actual plot. We love that. Um, I'll talk about the songs. Okay, yeah, talk yeah. about the songs. But the first thing I wrote down is this movie's for the gays. Like, yes. immediately. So Barbie goes to her dorm room at this summer mm-hmm. performing academy. And there's a sign on the door, and she's about to check in. And it says Barbie Roberts. And the Barbie from Brooklyn is like, wait, I'm Barbie Roberts. And I'm pretty sure their hands touch on the doorknob oh, at the same time. So I was like, it's over. <laughs> this isn't going to be petty. It's going to be gay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they mostly are. There's, a, um, there's also a gay, uh, well... Not confirmed, but there is a quote unquote gay character named Rafa who's a costume designer. Oh. So this movie is like yours. It should have been sure, yours. Sure, sure, sure. But, anyways, definitely some sexual attention between the two main characters. Um, they feed each other pizza in the first five minutes of meeting each other. Are you shitting me? Yeah, they literally feed each other pizza. I was surprised by that, actually. Okay. She doesn't even feed pizza to Ken. No. Okay. Um, so. When Barbie from Brooklyn is on, she's on her phone at some point, like talking to her dad, and she's like, Yeah, the other Barbie's really nice. You would like her. Ooh-wee, it's that's, getting hot. That's gay, bro. I know, it's super gay. So I think that overall this movie was too girl power to be petty, so there like wasn't a whole lot of conflict between the two main characters. Um, in one of the opening scenes, there is a New York cab driver that's like everything you could ever want in a New York cab driver, and he's the pettiest one of all. 
So there's a moment where somebody cuts him off in traffic and he like lays on the horn and he's clearly cussing, mm-hmm. but the horn covers it. And so he's the pettiest character in the whole movie. And that was in the first five I minutes. I mean, I love that for so him. That's all we can do. Um, there is also somebody, this made me like, I almost spit out my drink that I was drinking, mm-hmm. but Barbie and Barbie are on the subway and they're talking about a famous celebrity. Um, I totally can't remember her name. I think it's like Emmy or something. And uh, one of the girls was like, oh, I know her. Brooklyn Barbie was like, oh, I know her. And a woman across on the subway actively rolls her eyes while they're talking. Oh, my God. She doesn't even know them. I was like, petty queen. I love it. Okay. Um, But they are really lame, so I'd probably roll my eyes at them, too. Like, Mm. Barbie and Barbie's secret handshake is just two fist bumps. That's not secret. Together. That's That's not secret. You know what else they're bumping? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um... So, pretty Blaine movie, like I said, main characters remind you of how talented, talented, excuse me, they are the whole time, um, and how they're from Brooklyn and or Malibu, like eight hundred times. Yeah. Um, the school that they attend makes absolutely no sense. They like make them fence. I mean, okay, whatever. It was it was wild. Um, yeah. So then I got a a petty IMDb review from Brooklyn Nicole. Nine eight zero five four eight. Okay, we love you, Brooklyn. I was hoping this Barbie movie was going to be great. Instead, I got a really bland movie with some random musical scenes added in. There were a couple musical numbers that were fun. The friendship between the two girls was all right, but I didn't like the fact that there were two Barbies or that Teresa, Ken, Raquel, or Nikki weren't even in it. God damn. <laughs> Barbie movies used to be great and special. Now they're just used to make sure people buy the dolls. I mean, baby, they've always been that way. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Um, but yeah, I think on the petty scale, I'd probably get this one like... 3 out of 10. On the gay scale, 11 out of 10. Like, you have to watch it. I know you're probably sick well, of the Barbie movies. I never. You should probably watch that one. Oh and the, the musical numbers are actually pretty good. Okay. So. I love when they actually put effort into the songs, and they're not just awful. Well, in the final scene, apparently they cleared all of Times Square for these teenagers that are performing never. arts school never. to have a solo. So No. New York would never for theater kids. <laughs> they're so tired of them. Are yeah. you kidding? What I do love about this, though, I haven't seen this movie, but I like the concept where it's like, so forever there's always been like Barbie, who's like this white blonde bitch, mm-hmm. and then like black Barbie or like a Nikki doll or whatever. Yeah. Or it's, like, her friend or whatever. But, like, including the black Barbie as a actual Main center Barbie yeah. character is so cool. And then not underwriting her is just, like, Barbie's friends. Right. It's literally, like, you can be Malibu or Brooklyn. Like, yeah. who do you want? And that's yeah. so cool. I think that that's very smart. Yeah. I did like that, too. And this is a newer one. I think this mm-hmm. one came out in... Like, 2021 oh, or yeah, something like 2021. that. Yeah, I was going to say 2021. I was going to say 2020, yeah. but yeah. They said that they're going to stop making Barbie movies. I think that... Um, the, one of the ones on my list is like the last one they made which like okay I understand maybe they're just like pivoting because Barbie's marketing system is, is fantastic they've got like Barbie vlogs and shit but yeah um, so there's only 36 canonical Barbie movies left for you to binge they're we've actually seen 30 and we've seen 30 <laughs> and they're actually coming to Netflix soon so they did which is, there. which I right bit, after we finish the right, research. Right after we finish it. I'm a little bit I went mad. on some sketchy websites to get these movies. Me too. <laughs> but also, like, I'm also like, okay, wow, we timed that perfectly. So everybody's going to be watching them and yep. listening to this review. Hey. So don't forget. All right. So, Speaking of good marketing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen, I've been trying to hype this bitch up. Y'all better listen, okay? Listen. <laughs> okay. Number nine on my list is 2007 Barbie Island Princess. And I have opinions on this one. Ooh, have, okay. you, have you seen this one? No. Okay, let me break it down for you. Break okay. Down. Barbie plays Roe, who's a shipwrecked 
princess, with amnesia, by the way, (laughs) raised by animals on an island until an adventurer prince encourages her to come live with him. He is supposed to marry a princess only and has recently been betrothed to a kind neighboring princess named Luciana, whose mother-in-law, Queen Ariana, secretly wants revenge on the prince's father for rejecting her when they were younger. Barbie's character is a fish out of water in this and is framed for a crime by Queen Ariana. The prince abdicates his throne to be with her, then exposes Queen Ariana. And Ro learns that she is, in fact, the princess of a third kingdom and can marry the prince. It is essentially the plot of The Little Mermaid without the mermaid part. Uh, the Little Mermaid is inherently gay, so plus one point. Um, and if you don't know, The Little Mermaid is written as a gay allegory. Hans Christian Andersen was in love with a man who he couldn't be with. So Thanks again, Hans. Thanks, thanks Hans. We love you. <laughs> so um, things I need to talk about. Barbie's animal friends in this are a red panda, a peacock, an elephant, and later a monkey. Um, that is the pet of the king and the queen. All the animals have uncomfortably human-looking eyes. Okay. Wait, I think I've seen clips of this. Oh, probably, because everybody's afraid of Tika the elephant. The elephant. She's a baby elephant with Miley Cyrus's eyes. (laughs) We hate her. Okay, we hate Tika. Um, We gotta post this on the Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Her eyelashes look like those eyelashes you put on on a Volkswagen, you know, like at the front lights. (laughs) And she's so fucking needy. Like, I understand that you're a baby, but goddamn, have some fucking self-respect. Yeah. Um, It's like someone designed this character after looking at an elephant twice and then drew it from memory. And they were like, perfect. (laughs) This is horrible. (laughs) She's so scary. And then give her separation anxiety. Give her human teeth. Yeah. (laughs) It looks like she got full dentures put in. Yeah. Oh, no. So we hate her. We'll talk more about her. But um, I think as far as character design, this is a great look for Barbie. Um, But it's also the palest she's ever been when she's literally a castaway. It makes no sense to me. There's no SPF on that island. No, baby, no. (laughs) It's straight up weird to have someone called an island princess and not only be white, but be white as shit. (laughs) (laughs) But be pale. But be pale as... Be so bravely pale. (laughs) Fuck, yeah. They've even had, like, Pacific Islander dolls that they've released, Mm -hmm. and they've had, like, you know, characters that weren't white as fucking other Barbie movies. So, like, why did they choose this? They were... I don't know. Um... They didn't think about it at all. But also, I need to know where she got that full bleach car, the Natasha Denona eyeshadow, and that Moschino body dress on that deserted island because she was rocking it. It was looking very cute, but I have no idea. How old was she when she got stranded? Like, um, roughly a Chelsea age. Oh, okay. So those those clothes don't fit anymore. No. Like, that's not the same dress. Yeah, she's wearing, like, it looks like a little towel that's wrapped around her. But it is very cute. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Um, So I think it's funny because when the prince finds the island, all the animals are like, damn, it has no trunk or tail. What is it? Like, they haven't been living with a human human all this whole time. Like, we have no idea what that bitch is. Um, Barbie ends up... It does technically have a trunk. (laughs) No, no, Ken dolls don't have those. <laughs> All barren down there. Come on now. Um, Barbie set, like, saves him from like crocodiles. She comes swinging in like Tarzan. And he's like, damn, okay. Um, but I literally hate the prince because he's like the epitome of the guy you find on Tinder that's like, let's go for a hike on the first date. I'm like, no, I don't want to get killed, Ted Bundy. Thank you so much, though, for the advice. Um, so I hate him. Um, when they go to the, like, they get on his ship and stuff and they're going back. And when they get to the port, um, Barbie's like, damn, everybody looks like me. And Miley Cyrus elephant is like, let's go back. Nobody looks like me. I hate this shit. I'm Not like, even real elephants look like you, Tika. Yeah, I was like, you're selfish and I hate you. <laughs> Fucking leave. Okay. Um, so at this point, we meet the king's pet monkey that is a pink monkey with a tiara with a British accent. Why? Who knows? Her name is Tallulah, though. Oh, I love that um, name. And I'm supposed to ship her with the raccoon red panda thing, but I do not think that that's okay because he's obviously married to the gay peacock fashion designer <laughs> character. Okay, don't even make me try to do that. Um, 
stupid. I need to watch this. <laughs> it's insane. Okay. Um, so the rival queen, Ariana, she... A, the only fat character, because, you know, as we know in Barbie yeah. movies, if you're fat, you are evil. Or brunette. Yeah. Right. Okay. Actually, the brunette in this is nice. Ariana is a redhead, so, you know, she's coming for your gig, girl. Ooh. She's rocking one hell of a Marie Antoinette poof, okay? <laughs> and it's giving drag queen it's camp. Secret. Yeah, she literally <laughs> is, like, up there. She sings a song about how she loves, um, like, making drama and how shit went down when she was young, and she's like... I got banished, and I found the oldest king I could, and I married him for his money, and then I had a daughter so I could make my daughter fall in love with his son so I could fuck him over. And I was like, I Genealogy who? Again. It's like, also, I need this this movie on my list. Yeah. Like, this sounds petty <laughs> as it, it is petty. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's crazy. But I do think that she looks like a drag queen, and she's being petty. So plus two gay points there. Plus we get another gay point for the little peacock and the red panda who are in love. Obviously. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's no two animals I would put together more. Right, obviously. Noah's Ark, they said, come on, red yeah. panda, gay peacock, let's go. Red panda with the human eyes, <laughs> perfect. Peacock with the with the superiority complex, perfect. Um, so the villain queen, Ariana, she has rats that dress like mimes for some reason. <laughs> it's campy. Where is this movie? And then they commit treason for cheese and sing about it the whole time. <laughs> Which I love. Um, big same. Honestly, so the Barbie movies are a treasure trove of like audio clip potential. I really recommend listening to this for shit because it's so funny. Um, I actually fuck with the villain song. It was very good. Um, and I think that like 70% of the songs were sung by this woman for a reason. Okay, she killed it. She nailed it. We love Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but her daughter, Luciana, is a little fucking lesbian if ever I have <laughs> seen one. Okay. She and the prince are good friends with zero romantic tension. They're like, hmm. I guess we'll hang out, but we don't really like each other, right? Um, Luciana and Barbie, on the other hand. Ooh, <laughs> chemistry. Suspicious. Ooh, okay, I'll say okay. that. Barbie is painfully unaware, though. Luciana is in love with her. Okay, so it's just like a little piney. It's like that pale, beautiful yeah. bitch. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think she's straight in this rendition, folks, unfortunately. But, you know, we'll talk about her Damn. her her shipping with, with brunette characters later. Um, so the prince sees her later, like, snorting with piggies and literally sighs. He's like, ah, oh, she's not like other girls. And I was like, this bitch, get him into a fucking hospital immediately. <laughs> I was like, bro, you think? Oh, my God. Um, so there wasn't a single reason to include Kelly's in this movie also, and there's four of them. Right. What? They're the prince's little sisters, and he abdicates the throne and gives it to all four of them, which I don't think is That's a thing. It's not a thing. Yeah. Um, Again, genealogy who? Yeah. Yeah. And I said there's even less of a reason to include them with their dumbass Kelly sock buns, which is a common <laughs> yes. common thing we'll talk about. Um, the dress Barbie wears in this ball is so fugly, so I know not a single gay person was involved in the making of that. Is that uh, what, like minus two gay points? Right, literally. Yeah. It's like a big poofy ball gown with the Kelly sock bun and then a peacock tail. Absolutely not. We hate her. I rebuke it. And I want to know how her gay dads could do this to her. Because <laughs> they literally dressed her. How could you fail me? They're like, we're going to put you in the best, like, gorgeous jungle, like, outfit we can think of. And it's the fugliest thing, so I hate them. Um, and they put her in the sock bun, which is sacrilegious. So sorry, by gay dads, do you mean the red panda and the peacock? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yes, I do. <laughs> I'm dead. I, I would encourage you to watch this movie and tell me they're anything but, okay. Like, any of that taken out of context is, like, asylum-worthy. Like, yeah. like if you just took that sound clip of me saying, by gay dads, you mean the red panda and the peacock? Like, <laughs> Obviously, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't understand the evil plot. The rats put sleeping herb in, like, the animal's food, and they blame it on Barbie for some reason, even though she's actively mocked for loving animals. Like, I don't understand why they were like, she's the one, and then they put her ass in jail. Okay, 
Um, Prince abdicates and then tells her he loves her with a note, but then Tika, the bitch-ass elephant, hides it because she's jealous and doesn't want, like... Tika. Right. She wants Barbie to go back, so she's like... Is Tika gay for Barbie? Tika is just a little bitch, is what she is. And maybe, who's to say? But she's like a baby, so I don't know. Um, It was the reason for this weird-ass Romeo and Juliet misunderstanding, and I hate that the elephant was being a weird little needy, jealous bitch. And she almost (laughs) drowns later, so it's, I guess... That's fine. <laughs> like, I feel better about that now. <laughs> um, but when that happens, when they're getting on the ship to go back, like, Barbie gets hit over the head with something and suddenly recalls, she's like, oh, I'm a princess. And then there just happens to be a local MILF attending the wedding of Luciana and the prince. And she's like, I'm your mother. And they're like... A local MILF. <laughs> oh, yeah. my gosh. Literally, that's... Every every time you see Barbie's mom in a movie, she's... MILF. A MILF. Hello, MILF yeah, status. Literally, like a Barbie clone MILF, right? Anyway. Um... So that's it. In summation, Luciana's a lesbian. Her mother's a drag queen. The peacock and raccoon are husbands. Sometimes a family can be a raccoon, a peacock, and an elephant with Miley Cyrus eyes. <laughs> Three out of ten. <laughs> I love how you said that's it. Like, you didn't just blow my mind. I'm so intrigued this by is, that one. This is number nine. Oh, we're getting in there. I need you to know they only get gayer. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I love it. I love it. Thank that's you. great. I'm going to watch that one. <laughs> just when I thought I couldn't have enough Barbie. Okay. So number eight for me, Barbie video game hero. Get ready to power up. When Barbie magically gets pulled into her favorite video game, she is excited to see she's transformed into a fun roller skating character. In the game, she meets Cutie. Yes, Mm -hmm, Cutie. mm -hmm. The lovable cloud-shaped friend and Bella, the roller skating princess. Together, they soon discover a mischievous emoji is trying to take control of the game. As they travel from level to level, Barbie must rely on her amazing gaming skills and out-of-the-box thinking to save her team and beat the game. First of all, this one's petty because it's a rip-off of the Emoji Movie and Wreck-It Ralph. Why? Now, did this one come out first? Probably, but like, come on. Anyways, the one thing I will say about this movie before I get into like all the other stuff, the animation is actually really cool. Yeah. It's probably the coolest animation I've seen in a Barbie movie because each level has a different animation. So she's like a block character, like a Minecraft block oh. character in one, <laughs> and she's like a sort of like an anime character yeah. in another. So it's pretty cool okay. to like see all those different styles. Um, other than that, I thought this movie left a little bit to be desired. I think you personally would like the animation because um, Barbie, uh, like, in her original form, looks like a Bratz doll. Oh, yeah. okay, period. So they're like, it was kind of weird how they did the proportions in that mm. one. Um, again, felt like a direct ripoff. But anyways, the pettiest part of this whole movie, and I can't even really describe what goes on in the middle because it, it is truly just that. She goes through different levels and, and uses her skills to, like, get through the levels mm-hmm. and progress. But the whole point is she's trying to win a trophy, right? Okay. So she wins the trophy. And at the end of the film, she has to, like, say goodbye to her video, video game friends and, like, go back into the real world. And her snotty little sister Chelsea comes in <laughs> and takes the trophy and doesn't even say thank you. Death. <laughs> Electric <laughs> chair. I will say that the Chelsea model is less scary than the Kelly model. Oh, yeah. But but not by much. Not by much. Not by much. Maybe, maybe half a degree off. They took her sock bun away. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but she has no idea the trouble Barbie went through to get that. But I would recommend seeing it just if you liked Wreck-It Ralph or the Emoji Movie. Um, I would recommend it. It was pretty interesting animation. Any Emoji Movie fans out there? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so reviews from IMDb. Yes. Uh, Bebe Neal. Okay. It says it's it sucks. It sucks. It sucks. So yeah. ignore all the good reviews they have and don't mess up again. Universal Pictures, or I will kick you in your private parts. 
in your private parts. <laughs> and Did then, a four-year-old write that? <laughs> I'll kick you in your no-no square. That's right. And then Emily Shepard. I'm going to actually leave the numbers off because I think that's like a timestamp. Mm-hmm. Um, it said, flat sucked. It, <laughs> it left me longing for the simpler times where Barbie was fighting evil magic or something, and I didn't feel the need to physically fight the color hot pink. Alternative titles could have been Barbie and her e-girl adventures or Barbie and that blasted pink strip of bangs. Please oh, no. never watch this if you hope to have a good day. <laughs> Jesus. She came for her throat. Damn. And then I, know, I will talk about that pink stripe. Did, did it come Egregious. up in your movies? Uh, in the Barbie Starlight Adventure movie, yes. Oh my gosh, that pink stripe is going to be the death of me. I hate it. I hate it. And, and she's like, I'm not Barbie anymore. I'm someone else. Everyone can tell you just have a pink stripe in your hair. Like, girl, it doesn't make you look any different. Girl, please. Yeah. Anyways. Or it's like, I can imagine. This is the pink stripe I inherited from my dead mom. Okay. <laughs> Don't look at it. Don't. It makes me unique. Yeah. It gives me my telekinetic singing powers. It makes me want to be brave. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. The cloud is really cute. The cloud is? Yeah. I feel like the I would be intrigued to see what a Minecraft Barbie character looks like. It's pretty cool. And she had a little roller skating helmet on, too. It was cute. That is cute. So oh. was it she actually actually like in Minecraft, or was it like Barbie's spinoff? It was Barbie's spinoff. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I was like, this feels like it could be like a product placement movie really easily. I didn't think so. No. It didn't, I didn't get actual Minecraft vibes, but it's dangerously close. Okay. We need to look up lawsuits. See if they got sued for All that. right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Number eight for me is Barbie and the Secret Door. First of all, by nature of having the word secret in the name. Secret door, like a closet Barbie, perhaps. <laughs> I see where you're going. Yeah. Okay. So here's my summary. Um, Barbie plays Alexa, a shy modern day princess with the fucking Kelly sock bun. <laughs> the first two minutes of this movie show her avoiding talking to the neighboring prince and literally hiding from him. We learn in the last two minutes of the movie, his name is Prince Kiernan, and he is literally only in 30 seconds of the movie. <laughs> so that's a shoehorned in love interest if I've ever yes. seen one. Um, anyway, Alexa is given a magical book by her grandmother that allows her to enter a magical world of fairies and mermaids and unicorns. It's like Dr. Seuss land, but with fairy tale ladies and extremely ugly. Um, <laughs> it's a super downgrade on like backgrounds and shit. They were like, we don't know. This texture. Yeah, Yeah. none. So all the flowers are the color of the lesbian flag, which is appropriate (laughs) because canonically there are no men in this world. (laughs) What a great world. I want to go. Yeah, it's the land of lesbian fairies. (laughs) Wait, so sorry. The name of this movie again? Barbie and the Secret Door. Barbie and the Secret Door. Okay, so that's not a... Is it a fairy movie? It's Yeah, it's a fairy and mermaid movie. Okay, but she's a princess too. Barbie is a princess in this universe... Okay. Right? And princesses in this magical land through the secret door have magical powers. Okay. Um, so when Barbie comes up, they're like, this bitch right here is going to save us. And they start bowing down to her, you know. And I think that, like, if they were to bow down to any bitch with a tiara, they would not have survived the scene era of the 2007, <laughs> you know. Um so I think about that. Anyway, canonically, no men. There's even, like, a part in the movie where one of the mermaid characters goes, what's a boy? <laughs> I was like, y'all... I feel like this is number one territory. We're only on number eight. Yeah, just wait oh, for it. Wow. Okay. okay. Um, so Alexa meets a mermaid and a fairy duo who have had their tails and wings taken respectively by an evil princess named uh, I think it's Malusha. Uh, mm. So like I said, they're like a disease. Yeah. Right. I know. Uh, well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We'll get into it. Okay. So in this kingdom, like I said, princesses are always born with magic, but Malusha is stealing everyone's magical body parts because she was not. She was a princess born in this kingdom, but she does not have powers, so she's jealous and she's taking everybody's powers. Um, 
the lesbian duo decide that Alexa is a princess and that she is magical, so she is. Um, so they try to rescue a bunch of kidnapped fairies, baby unicorns, and what is called a queen unicorn. <laughs> We'll yes, talk. Queen. yes, queen unicorn. Um, Malusha is actually a little girl, so it's a Kelly doll. <laughs> Wait, that's terrifying. Literally. And she's evil. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> they make her look a little bit more pointed looking, but it's literally like the Chelsea doll, and then she's evil, which I was like, bet. <laughs> um, we knew that to be true. <laughs> yeah. So she carries the movie, and she has amazing lines. She's ultimately like defeated by... I don't know, the power of friendship or some shit. And her mom and dad <laughs> return from vacation and very lightly scold her for trying to overthrow the kingdom. Alexa rejoices with her fairy friends. And I swear to God that the red fairy leans in for a kiss. I swear to God <gasps> that that, tri- that happens. Um, she heads home and is now confident and is still not talking to the prince in the end. Um, so why is the prince even in this movie? Because they, wanna, you, they want you to think it's not gay. And it's so gay. It's so gay, Lauren. <laughs> Um, I can't reiterate this enough. <laughs> okay. And they're like at the end, like, see, no, it's not. We put a boy in there. So there you go. Um, I also need to note that Barbie canonically has a dance instructor named Mr. Primrose that is a homosexual and it is a fruity name and a fruity job with a fruity attitude. Yeah. Does he have a British accent? I don't remember. Mr. Primrose. <laughs> yes. Um, this is one of the ugliest movies I've ever seen <laughs> with the ugliest dress and the ugliest necklace with an ugly belt. <laughs> This movie has no talking animals, mercifully, unless you count the evil shrew minions that sound like they are from Long Island, which <laughs> is in abundance. Like, I don't know. It's just like, it's the most appalling creature I've ever seen. Um, there's also these little bush baby things that like have tails and they look like, I don't know. They're awful. The, this, the animal sidekicks in this are terrible. Okay. Um the Red Fairy is so gay. I think her name's Nori, which is the name of another gay character in another Barbie movie we'll talk about later. Um, I think they're running out of gay names, but okay. It's not exactly common, y'all. Um, <laughs> is it, isn't Nori a type of seaweed? That would make sense because the other characters are mermaid. This one is a fairy. What the fuck? What the fuck are you doing? What, if, what the fuck are you doing? Barbie cinematic universe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's also a joke that implies that the mermaid girl was poked in the ass repeatedly by a unicorn, <laughs> which is suspicious. Pegging? Hello? <laughs> um, yep. Malusha's song is the best. Um, like, yeah. I want you to imagine like Kim Petra singing the Veruca Salt song from Willy Wonka and then you'll have an idea, right? <laughs> And there's a scene where one of the other like baby fairies is like, you're mean. And she's like, no, I'm just gull oriented. And I was like, okay, confirm Capricorn. Yes! Oh my God, I was literally about to say that. I was like, that bitch is a cap. Yeah. I was like, all right. Um, I love it. So she learns how to do magic in this movie like without hesitation. And she becomes an eco-terrorist immediately unleashing hordes of non-native invasive butterflies into this Dr. Seuss land and is fucking with the DNA of the flowers. So Barbie, stop. Um, I'm also not an expert, but I'm pretty sure in queer circles, a queer unicorn is a bisexual woman who actively seeks out heterosexual couples to have threesomes with them and maybe also does drag on the side. <laughs> so, <laughs> How did we get here? Well, because that's what a queen is and that's what a unicorn is in, in the LGBT world. Oh my gosh. So I was like, all right. Um, so overall gayness, land of lesbian with a bunch of campy fruity sidekicks and garish color palettes. Four out of ten gayness for Only me. Only four? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you must have had, like, some lesbian porn in the number one movie because, woo! You, yeah. I also Googled, because, um, you know, when you describe things, I like to see what they look like visually, and I, I almost had to scratch my eyeballs out looking at that set. Mm. Those colors they They're picked. garish, right? Yes. They look like Dr. Seuss. I hate it. And But, yeah, I only give it, like, four out of ten because, like I said, I'm giving it points where, like, okay, you've got the land of lesbians. Mm-hmm. That's gay. 
um, the, the that's uh, gay. That's gay. <laughs> All right, the mermaid saying, "What's a boy?" And like, it, it, but it's just like not enough for me to be like, "Barbie is gay in this movie." Right, right. So I have some evidence of of the latter in other movies. That's why it's so low. Gotcha. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for coming to my TED talk. Yep, yep, yep. All right, number seven. I keep saying why these aren't pe- aren't petty, so I probably should remember to do that. But I just get so excited about the plot that I just forget. But mm. <laughs> number seven, Barbie and Princess Power. Okay. And can I just say what the fuck? Like that's called a power bottom. <laughs> <laughs> my Mila. list is not for the gays. Um, my list is for the petties. So sadly, I can't rank that one. But. So the plot, one day after being kissed by a magical butterfly, you heard it here first, folks, Kara soon discovers she has amazing superpowers, allowing her to transform into Super Sparkle. Oh, good. Her secret crime-fighting alter ego who flies around the kingdom, ready to save the day. Oh, by the way, Kara's also a princess. So always just assume that she's a princess, okay? Yeah. But it's not long before her jealous cousin, Corinne, catches the butterfly and also transforms, this time into Dark Sparkle. <laughs> yes. Her nemesis. Okay, so a couple of things about this one. This one I also watched on two times speed because um, Barbie looks like an absolute alien in this movie, and it actually made me physically uncomfortable. Yeah, some of them are like that. Her forehead sticks out entirely too far, and her eyes are so So big. big. That's what it was in Starlight Adventure, but I was thinking she was an alien. So that's true. That makes more sense. I mean, she got kissed by a butterfly in this one. I don't know if she's like transforming into a butterfly. Um, But guess what hair color the cousin Corinne has, and she's evil. Is it brown? Yeah, or black? Oh my god, you got it. Anyways, she's petty, but it's mild because it's it feeds into this whole like I used to be kind of an a hole, but then I like learned the power of working together, and now I'm like mm. a better person. So it's, it only Barbie lasts movies, for like thirty yeah. seconds. Um, not much happens really in terms of plot. I know like Barbie at one point saves like this giant construction site, and it's like Murphy's Law, and everything that can go wrong will. Right. Um, and then you know a cute little moment, a construction man like falls into her arms as she's like using her superpowers to save the day, and she goes, "Don't worry, I've got you," and he's like. You got me. Then who's got you? Oh, my God. <laughs> who's cute. driving the bus? I know. It's kind of cute. Um, anyway, so mostly it's just her flying through the skies with, like, pop music playing. So, like, not very petty. Um, I will say she has two, and I totally can't remember their names, but she has, like, two. I think they're her younger <laughs> sisters. But the hair color on these girls. So I'm one of them has pink with yellow. And the other one has purple with orange. Girl, they're looking like fucking Trix yogurts up in this bitch. They look crazy. They look crazy. And that's before the transformation even happened. So that's like their default mode. Okay. But they say, um, a quote, ladybugs, because cousin Corinne doesn't like bugs, and that's why she didn't get kissed with the butterfly at first. Mm -hmm. But they say that ladybugs are the kittens of the insect world. I I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Isn't that so sweet? Yeah. I'm going to remember that forever. I wrote that in bold because that was really important to me, but... But anyway, so this movie is about when I caught on that if Barbie transforms in any way or has any character development, she gets pink hair. So I she gets mean. like that pink stripe in her hair. And she puts this tiny little mask on and nobody nobody knows it's Barbie. Or Kara, yeah. excuse me. Um, but yeah, it felt like fan fiction a little bit. I mean, I wouldn't put it past the Barbie people to go perusing through AO3 and being like, yeah, 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 that's the one. They're like high as hell. Yeah. Um, okay, so Brian K., Said the very young demographic that is hyped up on sugar and love bright colors and loud pop music will get a kick out of Barbie and Princess Power. And I couldn't agree more with Brian. It was like an acid trip, but it wasn't even entertaining. But mm. (laughs) I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that when they deviated away from like the pastels, Mm -hmm. 
that they really started hitting a snag with the, how good their movies were because that's overwhelming visually. Yeah. And that's coming from a bitch that w- loves bright colors. Yeah, I was going to say, we're sitting in your closet and you have like two ready to go like Barbie pre- yeah. premiere yes. outfits going. That's true. Hot pink. Yeah. I love it. Um, yeah, but like I think the pastel kind of created like like a dreamy quality that kind of floats you through to the next scene, whereas the like other ones are punching you in the they're face aggressive. visually. And sometimes they're not like the textures aren't good enough to justify it. So it's just ugly. Yeah. It's just ugly. And I need to talk to you about her boots, okay? Yes, please. So when she transforms into a superhero, she gets like a new outfit, obviously. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Her boots are patent leather, <laughs> hot pink, and they have a kitten heel. Not a kitten heel. Kitten heel. Like, it's, what do you need a kitten heel for? For the You're ladybugs. in the clouds. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, so the only the only petty character was Corinne, and she wasn't even interesting enough, so I'd give it, like, a five okay. out of ten. Again, these movies are not petty. Okay. Yours are. My, the ones on my list weren't, really. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, w- I was feeling like you might have a little bit of an issue when you did this one, but I was intrigued to see where you would go. Um <clears throat> But if you want to start ranking them by gayness, listen, they're all inherently gay. You know I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to pull out the gay elements for you as I go down the list. So, but. know that. Okay, the next one for me, <clears throat> Barbie and the Pink Shoes. <laughs> Get, Did I have a kitten heel? No. <laughs> Get into this, though. All right. So, Barbie plays Kristen, a naturally expressive dancer who is frustrated by the fact that her dance uh, troupe leader will only give her supporting roles. But, Barbie, there are no small roles. Only small actors. Okay, bitch. (laughs) Get it together. Um, She's already a prima ballerina. Is that not enough for you? You know? Um, Anyway. Her troop leader is Madame Natasha, and she's extremely strict and hates that Kristen doesn't follow traditional steps and formations in her dances. So during a rehearsal um, of Kristen's, like, milkmaid dance in the Giselle ballet, which is what I think they're doing, um, she's overtaken by the music and is scolded by Natasha, distracted by her teacher. She rips her shoes. So what's she going to do? She fucked up her ballet shoes before the big, you know, ballet recital. So needing new shoes stat, Kristen finds her BFF, Haley, who is the costume designer assistant. Of course. Can I tell you that Barbie being paired off with her stylist is an exceedingly common trope in these movies? (laughs) Okay. Um, So they stumble upon the only size five slip slip. Size five slippers, which by the way, five, size, size five. five, Barbie, please. Petite. That's what how big Megan's Baby feet are. Baby shoes. I'm the only person I've ever met who has size five shoes. Anyway. Damn, I got size 11s out here. I'd be stomping around that stage. I got these big ass stompers. <laughs> Listen, no, I'm a little like top heavy and I got small feet. That's why I fall over so much. Okay. Um, if I broke my ballet shoes before re- rehearsal, they wouldn't get me a new pair for like 12 weeks because they'd have to special order them. I'd be like... Size five who? She. <laughs> anyway, so um, Kristen puts them on, and upon doing shows, doing so, she and Haley are transported to a magical realm where all the famous ballets are happening in real life. Um, and Kristen is the lead in each show. So <clears throat> Kristen's first role is as Giselle, and Giselle, if you don't know this play, is essentially like courted by a shitty prince and falls for like a farm boy, whatever. Um, so she's courted by two different love interests named Hilarion and Prince Albrecht. She rejects both of them, and then she and Haley decide to leave before the tragic ending of Giselle's ballet comes to fruition, which I think she dies at the end. Um, they are then nearly killed by the Snow Queen, who looks an awful lot like Madame Natasha 
Um, oh. wonder why. The Snow Queen rules the ballet world and hates those that deviate from the story. She immediately notices that these two don't fit in, but specifically Haley, who doesn't even like have a character. She's just like a fashion designer in the ballet world. And they're like, that girl. What are you doing here? She's yeah. also black. <laughs> so, oh, no. So, no. The soft racism. Yeah, soft oh. racism. Okay. So, well, she's like mixed. Anyway, Haley figures out that the shoes are behind everything and tries to get Kristen to take them off. Kristen doesn't and runs away. <laughs> Which never, like she's never. like <laughs> Oh never. Yeah. No, she's like your drunk friend who yeah. like runs away. Wanders. That's the moon. Yeah. So Hilarion and Albrecht, the two boys that she rejects, decide to um team up and search for her. Oh. In addition to Haley. So when Haley finds Kristen, of course, she finds him her before the boys do. Um <clears throat> she has turned into Odette from Swan Lake. And <laughs> the Prince Siegfried from that ballet is trying to woo her. Jeez. The Snow Queen teams up with the villains from Swan Lake, so Rothbart, um, as well as some other ballet characters like the Sugar Plum Fairy and the Nutcracker Queen. This one is not hot. Yeah. Like in the other one. He's kind of a dummy, but whatever. Kristen and Haley are able to escape by turning into swans, yada yada, the plot <laughs> you know. of Swan Lake. And then uh, the queen kidnaps and brainwashes Haley because she's a deviant in this world. Distressed and worried for her friend, Kristen follows the ice trail left by the Snow Queen's sleigh, but breaks down and starts crying as she thinks that it's hopeless to find Haley. Hilarion and Albrecht catch up with her, and Kristen explains that her friend is missing. She asks them to help her uh, into taking down the Snow Queen, and they set off, which, <clears throat> this is the interesting part, okay? So here you have two men on horses riding up to this crying woman, and you think, well, she's going to get on the horse with one of those men, right? No, she gets a horse, the two men share another horse. <laughs> and I was like, so here we have the potential for two gay pairs. Yeah, <laughs> which, wait a minute. <laughs> hold on, all right? <laughs> Wild card. Yeah, all right. So when they get to the Ice Palace, both men um, try to convince her of marriage again, and she's like, no, and then she so, tries to save Haley. So these men are really trying to be like, "Hey, love me," and she's right. like, "I eh. am gay." Okay, <laughs> so now, yeah. um, la la la. I said the thing about the horses. She gets on the horse. The two boys share the other horse. Very gay of you, Barbara, is what I wrote. <laughs> Barbara. Um, okay. So inside the palace, the Snow Queen is furious with Kristen and proves her point by making Haley dance the Chinese doll dance from uh, Coppelia before turning her attention to Kristen and forcing her to dance as well. Hilarion and Albrecht try to save Kristen but are unable to overcome the Snow Queen's powers. Luckily, Kristen's passion for making up her own choreography allows her to break the Snow Queen's control of herself. As she does so, she undergoes an Another transformation into a beautiful pink rose decorated costume. Haley unfreezes and asks Kristen if she is finally ready to go home, to which Christian says yes and takes off the pink shoes. She then proceeds to nail her real life milkmaid performance and undergoes yet another transformation in a gown Jeez. that changes from blue to purple to pink, which is the bi flag. Um, <laughs> <My> bi -flag. <laughs> everyone is impressed. The mean girl ballerina gives her new shoes. The boy ballerina asks her out and she says, Meh, Barbie is offered a new lead. Haley gets a promotion to be Barbie's personal stylist in the new show. And the senior costume designer ends up being a magical shoe cobbler, I guess. Ta da! <laughs> Wow, what a wild shoe-oriented ride that was. Yeah, so wow. it was like Barbie Black Swan. Um, yeah. Fucking crazy. Um, the Snow Queen Natasha character wants everyone to ignore their creativity and in true spirit to follow a religious structure of the tradition, blah, blah, blah. It's giving allegory, you know? It's giving, yeah. like, fit into the system. Like, don't be different. Um, I felt like this movie was kind of like a back-to-basics for Barbies mm -hmm. because the original movies were, like, all ballet-inspired. So I really like that. Um, it slaps... Uh, but I wish they made the Nutcracker hot. That was a Damn. slap in the face, really. Damn. 
Um, also, the Ice Queen is camp, and we stand. Um, Haley on her side, like yeah, Natasha's Madam Natasha. She's just like, trying to get you done. Sorry, if your student is not doing the right yeah. steps, I'm not going to give you the lead. Yeah. Like, do it right. Get yeah. it right. Get it tight. Get it know? right. Get it tight. Exactly. Um, Haley and Kristen are my fave dynamic so far. As like a pair, I love them Ooh, so much. Okay. Um, Haley is great. She has a great personality. I feel like sometimes Barbie's like sidekick characters are like either mean girls turned friends mm-hmm. or just no personality, or they're yeah. like the snooty like fashion girl, like, whatever. Brennan, yeah, yeah. Um, she's also brunette. <laughs> she's, so she's nice this time. Yeah. The fact that she's bait for Kristen though, g- gay. It's gay. I'm sorry. That's normally resolved for romantic subplots. I don't like, like that. the fact that she's frozen and she has to go save her. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because um, any other, like, if you're not gay and you have, like, a person you just met and they're, like, frozen, you're like, okay, okay well, good luck. Sorry about that. That sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. So that's not my pay raise. Um, some things I liked about this, though, the original Odile voice actress from the Swan Lake movie was back to reprise the role in this. Like, she played another version of, o- of Odile or Odile. However. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, and this version of Rothbart's very sexy, so we stand. Rothbart. Yeah. Um, what is this? Yeah. Okay. So this is this is from uh, Takara Phoenix says there are, are a total of four potential male love interests for Barbie in this movie, and yet there is no actual romance. Um, so we start the two the journey with the two girls meeting the two guys above, and their brain immediately went, "Oh yay, heteronormativity for two girls!" Like that's what you think when you watch this first. Um, but then it ends up just being like two different couples because Albrecht and Hilarion are like. I love you, man. <laughs> like the whole movie. And I'm like, when are you going to kiss? Yeah. <laughs> like, when's that going to happen? So, um, yeah, I just think overall gayness, not outrightly, like it's not overt, but it's extremely it's, likely. Yeah. Um, it's classy gay. Yeah. And it's the first <laughs> well movie. Done. It's the right thing. It's the first one with multiple parents. So I put six out of 10 gay for that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because each couple gets like two points. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Plus ballet. And each rejection gets one point. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> oh my gosh. All of yours really do feel like fever dreams. That, yeah, that mm, the secret door especially is crazy, but anyway. Justice for Madame Natasha, though. Yeah. That's all I have to say. All right. You're going to be actually disappointed because Barbie and the Nutcracker is not on my list. I did not watch that one. It's not petty. It's not petty. It's not petty. Yeah. Um, number six. Barbie and the Three Musketeers. You know, statistically, one of them has to be gay. <laughs> <sighs> I wish my list was about gay. We should have just both done gay. Just like her famous musketeer father, the 17-year-old dreamer, Corinne, played by Kelly Sheridan. Why are they all... Oh, Kelly Sheridan's a goat, but why are they all named yeah. Corinne? I don't know. That was her <laughs> evil cousin from earlier, and they're just like, yeah, use it again. Yearns to become a brave fighter to protect the French royal family. From the rural landscapes of 16th century Gascony, the skillful fencer will find herself in Paris along with her feline companion, Miette, and right. her horse, Alexander. Sure. Only- <laughs> a French name. <laughs> Alexandre. <laughs> Only to discover that girls are not allowed to become musketeers. Now more than ever, Corinne wants to follow her dream, and much to her surprise, the fellow scullery maids, Vivica, Aramina, and Renee, oh my share God. the same passion. Trained by an unexpected swordmaster, the four talented girls will have to work as one to thwart an insidious plan and defend the life of the young Prince Louis. However, are they meant to be the first female musketeers? Again, thank you, Nick Reganus, mm. for writing that. Um... I'm going to be honest. I watched this one in two times speed. Nothing about this was exciting to me. I don't give a fuck about Musketeers. <laughs> never have, never will. Okay. Um, but this whole movie, the plot is exactly as I just read it. Mm-hmm. They thwart a plan. They save the prince. 
nobody has any romantic interest in the prince, so it is pretty gay. Yeah. <laughs> and also, can I say these names again? Yeah. Vivica, Aramina, and Renee. Hot. It's hot, hot girl names. Right? And Corinne. Damn. Come on. So there's a scene where all the girls are like training together to become musketeers or whatever. I think that this movie can be renamed to Barbie doing cartwheels and pushing people over. Because <laughs> this bitch is cartwheeling all over the place. There's like a cut scene where she's like, there's cows and stuff in the background. She's cartwheeling around the cows. Sure, she's on like a stone wall fence. She's cartwheeling, cartwheeling over that. Cartwheeling everywhere. That's her like main level of transportation. So are musketeers just professional gymnasts? Yes, okay, basically. Okay. Which is another common trope in the Barbie movies that if you can do gymnastics, you can do any other You're trade good, in the world. Bitch. Anyways, um, this movie was ultimately just petty because of sexism. Yeah, okay, that's fair. <laughs> Girls can be musketeers, too. And the whole town was hating real hard, okay? Mm. Um, everybody loved this movie online. I couldn't find a single <clears throat> negative review of this movie. Um, so watch it for yourself. I liked it, didn't love it, but everyone loved it. I couldn't find one bad thing online. Damn, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. I think that the Barbies, like the dolls for this movie, are the ugliest. They're pretty ugly. They're pretty ugly, which is a shame to Vivica, Renee, uh, Cor- Corinna, what's the other one? Uh, Aramina. Aramina. Extremely yeah, cool Aramina. of you guys to be named that. Very However, jealous. However. It did not translate to your face. No. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. But they're little musketeer outfits. They're really cute. And also, like, really gay. So I think if you were to redo the list, you should take this Listen, one. Listen, I just got to say that all the bar, bar, the bar, all the bar movies are all gay. All of them are gay. <laughs> this one could have been in your, like, top three, though. They're literally gymnasts. And they're literally, like, statistically one in four, well, you know? I think that this movie is only gay if you are, like, a gay person watching it. And it, like, is, like, some it does something for That's you. But I think, I think the movie itself is not gay. <sighs> That's the beauty of it. They're all, they all, like, are heteronormative at first. But then once you apply a modicum of critical yeah. thinking to it, you're like, that shit's yeah. queer. Rose-colored lenses. Yes. So I think I'm going to do a last one for you guys. And then we're going to make this a part two because, listen, we got shit to say about Barbie movies. I know that's right. um, so this is number five for me. Um, and this one... Wow, get ready for a fever dream of a movie. Oh, gosh, okay. okay. This one is called Barbie, a fairy secret. <laughs> Which I'm sure lots of gay people in high school have fairy have secrets. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> <Listen>. <laughs> okay, get ready. All right, so this one is dense, so bear with me, all right? Barbie is at the premiere of her latest movie. In this one, she actually just plays herself, Barbie, because this is kind of a trend we see with the newer, like, I guess middle movies. Mm-hmm. Um with her actor boyfriend, Ken, and her rival co-star, Raquel, who is a brunette. Um, Raquel steps on her dress, ripping it, and her stylist named Carrie and Taylor, who are secretly fairies using magic, use magic to mend it. They're like stylist fairies, right? They're fashion fairies. Wait, I had some of those in my movie. Yeah, because wow. I think these are related. These are these okay. movies are similar. Okay. Anyway, um, another secret fairy, Crystal, is a photographer who snaps some shots and leaves to report back to the Princess Graciela and the fairy realm in the fairy realm of Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm hooked. Incredible. Oh my god. Um, side note: those are the worst fairy names of all time. They sound like they're from Tampa. Yeah. Okay, Crystal, basic. <laughs> Crystal, Taylor, and Carrie. <laughs> Crystal's secretly in love with Graciela's BF Zane, who is very straight and not at all gay male fairy, um, who she slips. So she slips like a love potion to Graciela and then shows her pics of Ken that she took at the premiere. Okay. And Graciela's like, who's that hunk? Right. Um, sure, so, the, sure. so the girls are coming for Barbie's career and her man in one movie. And so she's are these like human sized fairies or are they tiny? Yeah. Which, the, okay. First of all, some. 
Okay, this is this is beef that I have with Barbie fairy movies. They scale all over the place. They do. They have no fucking clue. Because mine were tiny. Yes, sometimes they are. Weird. Sometimes they are not. These are human-sized people with wings. Okay, Um, which makes it extra sexy. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Anyway, um, so they're coming for her her career and her man. Barbie confronts Raquel on the dress-stepping incident the next day. Well, like while all the shit's going on in the fairy realm, so over in regular Los Angeles, um, <laughs> during this, fairies kidnap Ken. <laughs> They're Jeez. like, "We're taking him." Um, Carrie and Taylor then sprout wings and attempt to stop the princess from taking Ken, but the portal to Los Angeles closes before they can enter it, and they've been banned for some reason. They have beef with somebody, and we'll oh. learn about that later. Um, the stylists admit their existence, the existence of fairies to Barbie and Raquel. They explain that Ken is in trouble because of, uh, if a human marries a fairy, then the human has to stay in Los Angeles forever. Um, meanwhile, in said realm, Zane is outraged at Graciela's new love Zane interest. Zane has just left One Direction. Obviously. He doesn't know what to do. <laughs> now, let me paint a picture of what this, this character looks like. Okay, I want you to think of one Decimo from The Fairly Odd Parents, but put him in a Barbie movie. That's what he looks like. Wait, who? Juan Dissimo from the Fairly Odd Parents, who's like always ripping off his shirt. And he's like, Juan, oh, yeah, I love yeah, yeah. Like, that's his vibe. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. And that's Zane. Yeah. Okay. So Zane's pissed about this and he's challenging Ken to like trial by combat all the Ooh, time. Okay. Um, so like Ken sprouts little baby fairy wings. It's kind of like a penis joke. It's pretty funny. Um, they're Ooh. teeny tiny. He can't keep it together. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Barbie, Raquel, and the fairies go see Liliana Roxelle, a world-famous fashion critic, the oldest and wisest fairy living on Earth. She informs them that Princess Graciela is under a love potion spell. She gives Barbie an antidote for the spell. Barbie, oh, this is also, like, a cool thing. Like, you can go to um, dressing rooms in the real world, and you they're like, do you notice how every single dressing room that you go into, there's always one room that's closed, and it's always taken, even if it, there's nobody in the store? She's like, yeah. She's like, well, when you open it, it's a portal to Los Angeles. Because you just walk in on an unassuming human trying on jeans, yeah. then it's a portal to... Yeah. I'll try that next time at an Old Navy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> so Barbie, Raquel, Taylor, and Carrie make it to Los Angeles, and they make it. Uh, they make a stop at Wings and Things in order to get wings for Barbie and Raquel. Are you serious? I'm not even joking. Okay, Um, they then disguise themselves to get into the castle. However, Crystal reveals Taylor and Carrie by recognizing Taylor's shoes, which are like fairy stripper heels and are (laughs) iconic. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Pleasers. Literally. And then they lock them in fairy jail, basically. (laughs) (laughs) This movie's great. I really loved it. Um, Barbie and Raquel talk and finally figure out the reason Raquel has always been so mean to Barbie is that she felt rejected by Barbie upon first meeting her. Unrequited love. Yeah. Okay. Um, They apologize to each other and become friends. Raquel basically confesses her love to Barbie in this dungeon, right? It's Mm, pretty good. Their reconciliation breaks the jail thingy they're in and their wings become real and they now realize that forgiveness lets them fly. Um, The two of them go and stop the wedding between Graciela and Ken. Barbie pours the antidote over Graciela who apologizes for the ooh-ooh kidnap and sexual misconduct. (laughs) Put your your two (laughs) fingers together. (laughs) Literally. Um, I said... She apologizes for the ooh ooh kidnap and sexual misconduct of Ken Ken. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Awful. Forgive me. Um, Graciela then uh, punishes Crystal by having her clean up after the ceremony and goes to marry Zane. This seems like a very light punishment for someone who is threatening sexual violence. Yeah, just clean up. <laughs> They're like, yeah, clean up. <laughs> That's it. Do you think she learned her lesson? Probably I don't not. think so. Um, Graciela sends them back to Earth with magical dust. The next morning, Barbie wakes up with no recollection of Gloss Angeles or the fairies, thinking it was a dream. However, she and Raquel are now friends, and nobody thinks that's weird. 
Carrie and Taylor tell the two and Ken that they're going back to their hometown um, because I think Carrie and Taylor used to be friends with Graciela, but there was a misunderstanding. So she would, she banned them from Los Angeles, but now they're buddies again. So in the last scene, Carrie and Taylor turn into fairies and fly back through the portal. That's the story. Okay. Here's some notes that I took. Okay. Okay. Okay, so it's about fairies that work in fashion, which is the gayest sentence I've ever said. Okay, um, this movie is full of haters, especially Raquel. The girls are fighting. (laughs) Um, Barbie and Ken are together at the start, decidedly straight. Though, are Barbie and Ken ever straight? They're like the gayest straight couple of all time. Lipstick and a beard. Literally, literally. Um, The fairy designer says... Keep saying Barbie's name in such a British accent. It sounds like Bobby. <laughs> Shrimp on the Bobby. Bobby, yeah. This is the ugliest fairies have looked in Barbie movies so far, and I would know as I've watched all of them, okay? Google it. Um, like, they all wear ugly little A-line knee-length dresses that look like they're fresh from the dead clearance rack. <laughs> I thought these girls were supposed to be fashion designers, and if I see another drop waist with a little bow embellishment, I'm going to fucking die, okay? Yes. No. Um, and then... Yeah, that is ugly. Yeah, right? So Zane, this Italian, like accent fairy kept saying shit like you are not man enough i'm going to pound you and i'm like that's not straight that's not straight (gasps) and me how yeah literally um i think ken is an underrated cultural icon he's so sweet non-threatening completely devoted and comfortable with his femininity we stand the original himbo i'm not even gonna lie no wonder the girls are fighting i would fight over him too and he allegedly is straight so put yourself in the ring of course of course um interesting choice of words for zane we went and touched that um Okay, this is the cutest concept. Oh, we talked about the dressing room thing. Oh, okay, this is what I did not mention, is that the fairy, like, royals are called the Illuminati. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, for real. How'd they get away with that? I don't know, but they like it's like illuminate, like, that phrase. I don't know. Fairy Illuminati canon in the Barbie universe. The portal <laughs> is also a literal rainbow. Gay. Which is so gay. Yeah. Um, and I think that's like a, a traditional like enemies to lovers arc with Raquel. But like you said earlier, what I really love about this movie is like Barbie movies don't give a shit. They're like these women are movie stars and fashion designers and princesses mm-hmm. and fairies and rock stars and, 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 and yeah yeah. And they so can it's sing like and dance and... they don't fucking like care. It's everything at once, and I love that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, because you can be whatever you want to be. Yeah. Exactly. B R B I E or whatever that song yeah. is. Yeah. Yes. I can't spell. Um, also, they ride pink Pegasus in a fairy battle, but if I'm <laughs> correct, why? <laughs> they literally have wings. <laughs> that makes no sense to me. Okay. Yeah, they don't need to fly it into... Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right. Also, like, that I, think, I think my favorite trope in movies is, like, when fashion solves the day. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's great. I love when, like, being a girly girl, like, solves a problem. So that's good. That's good to me. Um, there's also a phrase that says, come up here and fight like a fairy Fucking amazing. Fucking New amazing. Instagram handle. Yes. I said, Crystal's a trifling ass shit-stirring hoe. I also shipped Taylor and Carrie. And then finally, Raquel and Barbie's wings are the color of the pot, of the pan and the bi flag, respectively, at the amazing. end. Yep. Um, and then there's also this scene, you know, these two fairy girls running into a wedding and objecting to the straight wedding. Please. Please. Need I say more? Need I say more? Yeah. So... <laughs> Overall, 6.5 out of 10. Okay, we got a half a point. Where does the half point come from? I don't recall. Is it the pleasers? Probably. <laughs> Probably, yeah. So I think with that one, guys, we're going to wrap it up because we're at like, what, an hour, 15 minutes for you? But we've got another one coming for you next week. So, um, you know, stay tuned. we got more Barbie shit coming your way. Don't worry. Yeah, and go watch some. 
Oh, please do. It is a joy. You'll love it. And we love you. Stay tinny. Bye. It has been so lovely having you in for our little tete-a-tete. If you have any further tittle-tattles or salacious salutations, you may contact us on the World Wide Web at tensontenspodcast.com or you may follow the ladies on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at tensontenspodcast. That's 10-S-O-N-1-0-S-podcast or via email at tensontenspodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, ta-ta and toodle-doo!